Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are listening to the Therapy Podcast with your host, Shloimi Balsam. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Therapy Podcast. Today we're going to talk about narrative therapy. Narrative therapy is a postmodern uh, model, which means it is very recent. Um, Michael White is attributed to discovering it in the 70s and 80s. Um, David Epstein of New Zealand and also philosopher uh, Michelle Foucault. But considering that it's new, there's not that much research on it. That is one of the negative aspects of this form of therapy. But there is a lot of good here and definitely a lot of stuff that we could take away from it. So let's let's uh, jump right into narrative therapy. Um, what is narrative therapy? Well, a, a, a narration is um, a narrative is a spoken or written account of collected events, a.k.a. a narrative is a story. Okay, like, you know, the, um, every single person has a story. You have a story, your neighbor has a story, and it is by far the most complex story that exists, the story of a person's life. Uh, when directors are creating movies, they have to pick out the the exciting bits and the parts that 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 will jump out at you if it's a horror movie they'll they'll find the scary moments a comedy they'll find the humorous ones but every you know if you were to take if you were to take you know an hour and a half long movie or even take yeah let's take an hour and a half you know, or you, you could go three hours for like a lord of the rings movie if you take every single person in that movie's narrative their story themselves and not just you know the, the 20 minutes of screen time that they have that's days and days and and, and months of story of little tiny aspects of experiences that shape who they are and and, and what they're doing 
there, you know, something you have, you'll have an origin story that'll give you a little bit of the backdrop, you know. So they'll show you 40 seconds of them as a child, and I, okay, now I know everything about them because when they were a kid, they, uh, I don't know, whatever the story is, uh, how he turned into a superhero or became evil, right? So, what narrative therapy is is that we we, we take the story that that is being presented, the story that is now uh, the now causing issues in the client's life and we the goal is to reauthor this story our goal is to help create stories about themselves and their identities that are actually helpful the reauthoring identity that helps people identify their values and identify the skills and knowledge to live out these values by means of the therapist listening and asking the right questions by identifying by identifying the history of values in people's lives the therapist and the client are able to co-author a new story about the person whatever narrative is going on right now in the client's mind is detrimental and damaging if there's a story that's going on in there, the the story that comes out of the client uh, in, re- in response to the correct questions, that is it's off. And what I mean by off mean it means that their values, their principles, are not congruent with the story that they are living. That is going to throw throw them off entirely and that's what's going to drive them into therapy ultimately the truth is that that every narrative every story every experience has you know a thousand and one different paradigms different ways of looking at it and the one that they are the the, the prism that they are looking at their story through is defining the way they feel about their story and that's heart-wrenching because, you know, it's, it's your story. This is your tale. This is your life. And if it's sad, if it's depressing, if it's off, if it's wrong, according to what you believe in, that creates serious inner turmoil and negative consequences. One of the aspects that defines something in the category of a post-modern uh, therapy model is that uh, nowadays... In the postmodern era of therapy, we give a lot of the onus to the client. He is in charge here. Essentially, all of the therapeutic healing will come inside out. The word education is actually uh, originates from the Latin. Edu means uh, to extract from. You're taking out from him the knowledge so here we're trying to extract a new story a more accurate story and a truer story than the one that is being played and experienced now it's not it's not a different story it's a new view on it michael white developed a conversational map called a statement of position map designed to elicit the client's own evaluation of the problems and developments in their lives Let's see, where are you standing on your narrative map? The map doesn't change, but where you stand on it, where you look from, 
will change what you're looking at. And the therapist and the client are both giving over valuable content and information that will feed the process of this therapeutic conversation. Um, by getting curious and working together, the goal of the therapist is to give the message very clearly to the client that they already have the knowledge and skills to solve the problems that they face. You got this. When people develop solutions to their own problems on the basis of their own values, they may become much more committed to implementing these solutions. We spoke weeks ago about Carl Rogers and one of his tenets for a successful therapeutic interaction is that the client has to want to change, which is incredibly difficult and all the more so nowadays when people have no interest in changing. We'd much rather have someone change us. We'd much rather download something, something disposable that will solve our issues, something that we don't actually have to invest that much in. So how do we create that motivation? You know, you can actually change your own life, but how do I get you to do it? And this postmodern narrative therapy creates that excitement. It's like, oh my gosh, I thought of this. This is how I can change. This is my own idea. And it has to come from the client genuinely. You can't, you can't kind of feed it to him like, you know, a two-year-old, you tell him, you know, you want to eat your vegetables, right? Vegetables are the best. And I was like, oh, I do want vegetables. And now he's, he's eating his vegetables because when you tell the kid, eat your vegetables, he's still human. You know, he's a child, but he's a human. And we know human wants to be told what to do. So eat your vegetables, the, the instinct will be no, absolutely not. But as soon as he thinks, oh, you know, I want to eat vegetables. Or, hey, if you eat vegetables, then you get candy. And he's like, oh, I want candy. So you know what I want? I want vegetables. Then he'll eat his vegetables. So we're trying to get our client to eat his own vegetables. We're trying to get him to create the process that's going to heal him so that he'll eat it. We've mentioned the idea of phenomenology. Uh, Jack, Jacques Derrida was a French philosopher who is best known for developing a form of semiotic analysis known as deconstruction, where he analyzes in numerous texts. And he, essentially, he de developed the idea that you look at the person from their perspective. What is their phenomenon? How are they saying things? So based on that, Michael White um, built narrative therapy on the, on the uh, foundation, the understanding that the discomfort in our lives, that incongruity is based on a failure in relation to our values. He said that, the, that very often people, people will only feel pain because they prefer their relationships or life to be different. Uh, often there are stalled initiatives that people take in life that are also guided by implicit values. They want to be doing something else. They want to be someone else. They want to stand for something else, and they're not. And that failure is what triggers and feeds and engenders the pain. The reason why we need a narrative therapist is because when you are in the map, 
Sometimes you don't know where you are. You walk into the mall and they tell you with a big red dot, you are here. I was actually just on a hiking trail and it says you are here. And then some guy came with a with a marker or a knife, maybe he scratched it in. And he wrote, Nip, that's a mistake. You're not here, you're over there. And that makes you... Uh, and that guy who scratched in the public property, which maybe you shouldn't have done, but he was essentially a narrative therapist. He's telling you, look, you don't know where you are because you're 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 here. You're you're in it. But I have an outside perspective. I've been to all the trails. And I'm not you. Maybe I'm in a helicopter up there and I can see where on the map you are. Let me let me tell you, you're not there, you're there. And when you're and when you realize where you are. Now you can start getting to where you want to go. That's the advantage of an outsider witness map. What does a therapist do? He listens with an open mind. He encourages the clients to share their stories. He listens to a problem-saturated story of a client without getting stuck. You demonstrate respectful curiosity and persistence. Believe the person is not the problem. But the problem is the problem. One of the most outstanding contributions that narrative therapy offers is externalizing issues. You are not an overeater. I'm I'm picking this because narrative therapy works a lot with uh, uh, eating disorders, uh, men and domestic violence, and community work. But... you are not the, the, the overeater. Rather, there is an issue overeating food, which is coming at you and taking over your life. And you and I, the therapist and the client, we're going to dress him. We're going to dress that issue, which is confronting you. It's much easier to deal with something than to deal with yourself. You can look at it far more objectively. Uh, let's see what else we got. You collaborate with the client in identifying. You name the problem. The problem is food. The problem is fear. The problem is worry. The problem is concern. The problem is shame. You set and then you separate the person from his or her problem. Investigate how the problem has been disrupting or dominating the person. How does this issue? How does this this thing? This external factor, what's it doing to you and how? Then you search for the exceptions to the problem. The step, now that that we know, now that we can point to who this issue is, when is it not an issue? When are you not scared? When are you not overeating? And then you ask the client to speculate about what kind of future they could expect from the competent person that is emerging. What would happen if you weren't fearful, if you acted like you weren't fearful. What would happen if you stopped overeating? What would that look like? What would that feel like? You create an audience to support the new story. The therapist becomes an active facilitator. He demonstrates care, interest, respectful curiosity, openness, empathy, contact and fascination to believe in the client's abilities you must believe in the client his talents and his positive intentions 100% on his side on his team 
You can't have a collaboration when it's one way. To adopt a not knowing position that allows being guided by the client store. You walk in there, I know nothing, I have no presumptions. You tell me what's going on and we will go based off whatever you say, whatever you describe. I will just ask you questions to, to help you elaborate on it. It's you. You are telling me what's happening and we're gonna work with whatever you say. Nothing is gonna be coming out of my interpretation because you don't need my help, you need your help. To help clients construct a preferred storyline. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna look at what's going on now in a better light? We write the story. The therapist creates a collaborative relationship with the client and the client is in charge. The client is the boss, the client is the CEO. He is the senior partner. What are some questions that you can ask in narrative therapy? Well. Use questions that generate experience rather than just gather information. We always ask from a position of respect, curiosity, openness, and from a not knowing stance. I don't, I don't presume to know what is going on here. I want to get more understanding of what's happening from you. The questions are used to assist the clients in exploring dimensions of their life situations. They can also lead to taking apart problem-saturated stories. By questioning the story in a way that the client has never done before, you can break it open and begin the process of rewriting it. Then we begin externalizing that problem it's, and, and making it not a part of the narrative as the client himself. It's a different entity. Living life means relating to problems, not being fused with them. I'm going to say that again. That's very important. Living life means relating to problems, not being fused with them. If you feel like you are becoming one with your issue, you must separate, detach yourself from it, and address it face-to-face, not back-to-back. Externalization is the process of separating the, the person from identifying with the problem. Externalizing conversations help people to free themselves from from being identified with the problem. If someone identifies as a serial killer, he will have a very hard time stopping because, well, that's who I am. But the second that he's not, and that's just something that he's grappling with, he can start creating a distance between the issue and who he genuinely is. Externalizing conversations can assist clients in recognizing times when they are dealt successfully with the problem. When do I control? When am I in charge? When do I deflect this issue? And then we can start figuring out how to make those times last longer and more frequently. Then we deconstruct and create alternative stories. Problem-saturated stories are deconstructed before new stories are co-created. First, take apart what the client has going on in his head. That narrative that he presented to you, that's been simmering in him for a long time. And that is going to be the first major step. Before you start giving him a new story, it's like, yeah, but I already have one. First, take apart the first story. The assumption is that people can continually and actively reauthor their lives. This is something that he can do. He can rewrite his story. It's not just a lyric and a song. Unique possibility questions enable clients to focus on 
their future. Is it possible for you to to eat less? Is it possible for you to not be a serial killer? Think about what a new story would look like. An appreciative audience helps new stories take root by listening, by being the, that audience and encouraging it. That is going to be the nutrients for the creation of this new story. Narrative therapy is also used in a group setting, in uh, schools or workplaces. Uh, group work provides an appreciative audience with which a client can discuss the new developments of his or her life. You get a bigger audience, some extra nutrients, some uh, extra watering and sunlight to help this narrative take root and flourish. It has to be strong in order to replace the old one. You did deconstruction, but decon- but it's there and all the pieces are there and, and he could put it back together unless there's a new strong, clear narrative that he is now taking part of. New identities can be rehearsed in that group setting. So that's the basic rundown of narrative therapy. I hope that you learned something. And uh, we try making our lives a little better together. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or funny memes, feel free to email me at askmetherapy at gmail.com. That is spelled the way that those words are spelled. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.